This is the Creator Smarts Podcast where you will learn to leverage your online following into a profitable, future-proof education business that you control without being at the mercy of sponsors or algorithm changes. Each week we interview the world's leading creators to find out what strategies they use to diversify, stabilize and grow their businesses. I'm your host, Jan van der Aan. Hey everybody, it's your Dutch friend Jan here and you are listening to episode number 91 of the Create a Smart podcast. It's Tuesday, uh, the day of recording, so that means that we have another uh, Q&A episode for you. We will keep doing these Q&A episodes um, with Oli uh, for you every week. Um, so what we do is we basically answer some of the most common questions that you guys, creators, have. All right, And one question that you guys have is how to hire a good video editor. Um, it's a question that comes back all the time in our mastermind programs and our group discussions on Facebook. So today, Oli is going to give you five steps to hiring your dream video editor. Enjoy. There's something about hiring video editors that makes most YouTubers completely lose the plot. Now, I, I get it. It's personal work, video editing. We all have our own editing style that we've developed over years. But listen, it is, it is 100% possible to find a video editor who can edit just as well as you, probably better than you can, and all for a fraction of what your time is actually worth. So I'm going to show you the exact five steps that I recently used to hire my video editor and to get it right first time along with copies of the documents and job descriptions that I used in that process, which I'm going to give to you. You're free to use it and steal them for yourself. So if you want to hire a video editor, but you're wondering how, you're in the right place. Welcome back to the channel. My name is Ollie Richards and Creator Smarts is all about helping you turn your successful brand into a strong future-proof online business so that you can reclaim your time, build wealth and grow your impact in the world. And in my company, storylearning.com, I've built a team of over 10 full-time people and dozens of freelancers who help to make it what it is. But the, the entire success of the running of that business comes down to smart, effective hiring. So I'm going to start by showing you what that looks like and how to apply that to find that video editor that you need. And I'm going to begin by telling you about five principles that I call the principles of hiring that I use for every all the hiring that I do. And it applies just as much to video editing as it does to anything else. The first uh, principle is positive mindset. The second principle is to be thorough and detailed at every stage. Principle number three is to widen the option pool. Number four is to make a decision based on actual work, not just on applications. And then five, the critical point that the important, most important stage of the process begins after the hiring. So I'm gonna, so those are the five principles, and then I'm gonna walk you through exactly how I hired my video editor uh, and explain, elaborate on these principles. So step number one is mindset. And this is the idea that going into hiring somebody, you've got to be prepared to actually dedicate real time to the process. People often consider hiring as kind of a dirty job or something that they just want to get off their plate so that they can find someone to come in and make their life easy. Hiring, you get out what you put in, like so many things, right? And I see people really rushing hiring. When you go into to the process of finding someone, really set aside the time to do it properly. And you know, if I'm hiring something for a role at the level of video editor, I'm going into this thinking, right, I'm going to devote significant time over about two to three weeks to, to finding this person. It is not a slapdash thing. I take hiring um, very, very seriously. And so often when people 
like don't deep down believe that it's possible to find the right person, that kind of doubt ends up manifesting itself throughout the whole process. And then the people who are looking at the jobs that you post can kind of sense that from you, right? So you've got to go into the hiring process with a really a really open mind, real energy and enthusiasm um, that you are, you're actually going to find the right person. Step number two, because I went into this process, I was, I was enthusiastic. I knew I needed this video editor. So step number two, if you remember, is to be thorough and detailed in everything that you do. And so when I went into to this, I, I used Upwork.com, which is a, you know, it's, it's what everybody uses, but there's a reason for that. You have a huge pool of people and anyone anywhere in the world is looking for, for, for work of this kind is going to go through Upwork. So this begins with writing a thorough job description, which I'll, I'll give you later. And um, it, it's so important to remember that if you want to attract the best people, think of it from their perspective. They are not, if they see a job description that's poorly written, that's rushed, that looks, haven't, looks like you haven't put any effort into it, they're going to be thinking that, okay, if I actually work with this person, my whole experience in this job is going to be a bit like that. And so they, um, if by writing a good job description, you're really setting out your stool and saying, hey, this is something that I take seriously. I take pride in my business and the people that I hire. And that is going to be very attractive to the right people. A lot of the best people out there simply won't respond to, uh, to, to a, bad, a bad job description or something that feels rushed. And a good way to approach uh, writing a job description is in the following way. Begin by talking about your situation. So what situation are you, are you in? Then your specific needs. Uh, then the outcome that you're looking for from this hire, whether it's long-term or short-term. Talk about the personal qualities you want from, from, from the hire. Then request samples from that person if, if that's relevant. And then also give very clear instructions for what they should do next. And in the sample that, I, that I'll give you of my job description, you'll see how I wrote all of that stuff. The job, if you're following this process that I'm showing you, this doesn't have to be a very long document, the job description, but it just needs to, have to cover all the bases. So have a look at the, the document that I send you here and you can, you can see how that, how that works. So I wrote out the job description saying, I'm looking for a video editor to help me um, grow my business with these specific uh, qualities. And then I post the application and I just wait. I let applications come in. So write the job description, post it, let the applications come in. And then sometimes you want to step back for, for a few days. It could be three to five days, perhaps, to give people the, 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 the opportunity to, to come in. So at that point, then you've got people who are going to apply. You may have a, a couple of dozen or a couple of hundred people applying. Uh, and at this point, a lot of people make the mistake of thinking, right, from everybody who's applied, I am now going to just read the few hundred uh, the few hundred uh, applications and then just pick one. But you don't have to do that. Step number three, the third principle of hiring is to widen the option pool. Now in Upwork, there is a, a function called shortlisting and that's there for a reason. And what shortlisting is, is you kind of go through, you filter out the people who clearly aren't right and then you select people who you think could be a good fit. And what I like to do at this stage, because I often find when I publish to Upwork, there's only a couple of really promising candidates anyway. And so I, I, go, I tend to go for the, the two or three people who seem most promising. I shortlist them, but I don't then kind of go on and do more interviews. What I do at this point, and this is really important, is to, I, I want to carry on and I want to keep my options open so I'm absolutely certain that I'm ready to hire this person. And so what I'll actually do is, rather than kind of interviewing them, I'm going to say, right, I'm going to hire all three of you to do a little mini project for me. So in the case of my, um, of my video editor, what I did was I, 
I kind of prepared a video that I wanted them to edit along with instructions. And then I said, right, can you edit one minute of this for me? So I literally just messaged them and say, hey, I really like what you're doing. Could I hire you to create a short sample video for me of a few minutes? I'd like to see the result. I'd like to see how we work together. And then I'll make a decision based on that. And again, I'll put this, this in, the, uh, in, in, in the document so you, can, so you can steal this. But the principle here is that I'm, I'm not rushing into a decision. I'm actually getting these people to do some work for me because the best way to judge anybody is always in the stuff that they produce, not in what, what they say in a, in a job application, right? So yes, I'm paying more at this point, right? So I, I don't remember exactly what it cost. It might've been like $50 for each candidate for a, like a one minute video sample. But it's, it's a good investment because what you get from that is you end up with the, um, with the, with someone who you, you don't just think will be a good fit, but it was actually proven that they're going to be a good fit. So then I've got three people who are doing a, a little sample job for me. And then, um, when I commission that job and I ask them to do that work for me, I'm very, very thorough in, uh, in what I ask them to do. So I give them very detailed instructions and, um, I prepare all of the visual assets that they need. I give them the branding guidelines. And if you don't have these things, get them together because as, as your business grows, you're gonna to want to rely more and more on freelancers and other staff. And you want to be able to send them to one place where all of your brand guidelines and visual assets are all, all together in one place. I just upload them to a drive folder, um, but it's easy to find. And then all, all, all throughout this, I'm keeping a very positive mindset. I'm not, I'm, I'm really pushing to do my best work in this hiring process in order to to show them that I'm serious. And then that's that, that, that kind of then gives them the opportunity to do that in return. And by being very, very well prepared and well organized, you start to get responses like this from one guy who I ended up hiring, who after I sent him this trial task, he said, the files seem to be well organized, which tells a lot about what kind of person you are and how you approach business. Those are important indications of a great customer. This is the freelancer writing to me. Can you imagine starting a relationship like that? Isn't that, isn't that the kind of ideal situation where you've got this kind of mutual respect where I'm looking for someone good and they're looking for a good employer as well. And if you're finding this useful so far, please hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. Step number four is to make your decision and making it based on actual work. So we've widened the option pool. We've got three people doing this work and now we're going to make our decision based on the stuff that they sent back. So in this case, I had three people doing samples for me, cost of a couple of hundred dollars. And what I found was of these three people, one was amazing, one was okay, and one was really quite poor and also 50% more expensive than, uh, than the good one. So I, I immediately rejected the, the third one and then I, I hired the amazing guy right away. And I was confident in that decision. And he also, um, we also got off to a very good start because he respected how much energy I put into that process, right? Now, what's important at this point is for the people that you don't hire, it's important to communicate properly with them. So don't just leave them hanging, tell them your decision um, and you know, let, let them know, even if you're not hiring them, let them know because it's just a professional courtesy. In this case though, I actually said to the second guy who was good, but not as good as the, the first guy, I said, I really like what you're doing. I'm not ready to move forward right now, but I may have some work further down the line. And I'll come back to that later because 
this is that was a very important decision to to keep communicating with him. Then, so I've hired the guy, and that brings us to step number five, which is the most important work begins after that. So, see, I've hired so many people over the years, both in my company Story Learning, but also in previous jobs when I used to work at the, at the British Council hiring hiring teachers. The job is not done when you've hired the person because the worst thing of all, and I've unfortunately experienced this a couple of times, is to bring somebody on and then lose them a few weeks later or a few months later because they just haven't, yeah, haven't managed to find their stride. And this always happens through miscommunication. So some things to remember, when you bring this person on, here's some stuff to remember. First of all, don't freak out if they seem to be slow at first. What's obvious to you, people need time to figure out. Right? Also, don't freak out if the first bits of work they give you are not, exa- are not exactly what you want or what you're expecting or up to standard. Chances are you didn't communicate it properly in the first place. You've got to, you, you've got to give them the space to get it wrong so that they can grow. Right? And sometimes I see people getting very angry and aggressive with freelancers. You can't do that. You've got to give very positive and encouraging feedback all the way through. And it's also very, it's worth saying, because often it doesn't happen, you've got to be bold enough to tell them exactly what you want. All right? So if you want a video edited in a particular way, with a particular whatever, say so explicitly. Because, because freelancers, they want to know what you want. Right? This is not about being nice or being kind or whatever. They want to know exactly what you're looking for. And you're doing them a disservice if you don't make it very clear what you're looking for. There's a technique here which is called the sandwich, and it's very, very useful. And the sandwich is a great way to give feedback. And uh, if you imagine a sandwich um, with the good stuff on the outside and the not so good stuff in the middle, you begin with the positive, then you tell them the bad news, and then you end with the positive. So you might say something like, uh, for example, thanks so much for sending me this video, I really like what you've done with it. There's one bit in the middle which really needs to be improved, uh, and the you know you didn't follow the instructions or whatever, but thanks again, and I'm really looking forward to seeing the outcome. All right, so we get positive, negative, negative, positive. It's a really great framework for giving feedback, and it keeps things really uh, positive and polite, and uh, but but whilst also delivering the message in a very clear way. Right, so give that feedback directly. It's so important, and what you're looking for with a new hire is incremental improvement week on week. If you're hiring a video editor, it may take you a few weeks or even a few months until you get to the point where they are doing stuff exactly how you want it. But as soon as they do, then all of that work that you put into coaching them and getting them up to standard really pays off because then you can just, you know, exactly press stop on the camera, SD card comes out directly over to them. You don't have to do a thing and the video comes back perfect for you. So hiring is a difficult thing. Uh, it takes practice, but what you put in, um, is what you get out of it. The other thing to say here is that bringing someone new on board is so much easier if you try to work in advance and don't give them these really tight deadlines at first. And it's easy to get into this situation with videos because let's say you've spent a bunch of time hiring a video editor and um, by the time they come on, you're like a couple of weeks behind and you're desperate to get the videos out next Thursday or whatever. It can be tempting to give them these really tight deadlines. Don't, give it time. Every, all good relationships take time to develop and everything that you think is quick is not for them. They're still figuring it out. They're, they're, they're asking questions. Right? So the editor that I hired, I'm still working with them today, although they're not actually editing this video. So, so I'm doing this myself. So if it's a, a bit rough and ready, that's why. But a few months later, 
I did actually need an editor for a secondary project. So I went back to the guy who I put, who was the guy who was good, but not as good, who I put on ice from before. And I actually hired him for that project. And he ended up uh, working out really well as well. So I'm very glad that I went, I, I took the time to communicate properly with these people, even when I was rejecting them. So the process that I've shown you here, this five-step process goes for all hiring. It's not just for a video editor. And these principles have served me very, very well. There's a link in the description uh, below with the exact hiring documents that I wrote. Feel free to use these uh, and adapt them for your own needs, but do adapt them because my needs are not yours. Uh, so I hope that works out for you. If you've got any questions, leave them in the comments. I'm very, very happy to help out. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode. And if you like this episode, then please give it a positive rating in whatever podcast app that you're using. And if you want to listen to other interviews or just learn more about what we do, then make sure to go to our website, creatorsmart.com. See you on the next episode. Ciao.